0: Welcome to the Wounded Healers podcast. I'm Janessa.
1: And I'm Amy.
0: We were brought together by our shared wound of an autoimmune
1: condition in our early 20s. This is a place where we explore our wounds with our listeners and guests who recognize the challenges of being human in hopes of helping all of us let Let the the light light in. in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Wounded Healers podcast. Hi, Janessa. Hey, Amy. How are you? I am really well, thank you. It feels like spring is maybe on the horizon, finally. Um, But yes, California, I've heard there's been snow, snow in California. Would you believe it?
0: Honestly, it is actually such a trip to see snow here. Um, I grew up here and was like raised here, all the things. And I only once saw a tiny sprinkle of snow when I was like seven. And it was like one time. And it wasn't even enough to make a snowman. So there is a lot of snow right now and it's raining a lot more. Basically, I'm over here sitting thinking, hey, I moved away from Washington because it was cold, and now I live in Washington again, but in California instead. (laughs) So here we are, you guys. It's cold out here for a Californian. (laughs) Oh, no. So
1: have they figured out what's um, causing it? Like, so is it like a freak pocket of, yeah, do they know or?
0: Hmm. I am not as educated in the area of uh, the weather (laughs) and meteorologist, type stuff yeah. but I just have to assume like every time I see it when I'm driving I'm like wow how beautiful but I also am like climate change <laughs> so, and yeah. yeah, so yeah so it's yeah I don't I don't know it hasn't ever gotten this cold like so yeah,
1: yeah. Here, here we are so but yeah. mm-hmm. and and at, in March of all time end of Feb, March of all times when you're probably all just hoping mm-hmm. for a white Christmas we are you're, you're actually getting a wild <laughs> White yeah. whatever White Valentine's Day. Whatever. I was
0: totally cracking up because I went into Target the other day, which is like one of my favorite stores here. Mm-hmm. And um, I went through and I'm going past the like clothing section, and all the swimsuits are out, but it's like snowing outside. And I'm like, okay, what what's happening here? So, yeah, it is a confusing time in California. <laughs> we don't know how to dress for it. <laughs>
1: Well, this is the thing. Like, do you even have like Parkers? I bet you don't. Like, well, you might because of Washington, but I bet there's people out there that don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's adjustment. Uh, the <laughs> coat coat business is thriving right now. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh well, putting the concerns about climate change aside quite fun novelty experience so hopefully so enjoy it while it's here hopefully it will never come back and everything will just go back Mm -hmm. to normal
0: totally and then our audience doesn't know yet but Amy's gonna come to the states in May if we're gonna see each other again and I'm bringing this up because Amy I've not stopped thinking that with the snow that we're experiencing right now Yosemite is shut down you can't go in it because I have like 15 like Feet of snow. And what that means is it's going to be so beautiful this summer. Like the waterfalls are going to be breathtaking. So I am so excited for you to visit. I'm so excited for us to camp in Yosemite. So
1: Me too. I was watching on YouTube the other day. I was watching a little Expedia video about it. And honestly, I nearly was brought to tears just from the Expedia video. So Ah. Christ, I'm (laughs) going to be like a solving mess when we're there. It just looks, I mean... I know I will never have seen anything even slightly comparable to it in my entire life. So, um, yeah, it's like dream come true. I'm, and I even, I'm so excited. I'm even looking beyond the fact there's no showers there.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We like to get stinky, (laughs) but you know, um, we might find a way to shower. There's portable showers. So we'll be with uh, other people who are outdoorsy. So they might have one.
1: We'll just walk up to them like, please can we use your shower? Hello. (laughs) Hello, I'm from England. Can I use your shower?
0: (laughs) I think that could charm anybody. They're like, yeah, sure, here it is. Take that
1: shower. Take whatever you want. (laughs) Please. I love yeah. it. Can't wait. Um, so, yeah, I guess we might also, we have not discussed this ahead of time, but we might also record a live, not like a live podcast. Well, we, yeah. could. we could do like an Instagram live together, um, but mm-hmm. we could also record a podcast in person rather than oh, via I'm... the World Wide Web, as you say. World Wide Web.
0: <laughs> yes. In person would be so exciting. I cannot wait. And just the thought of having like one mic on. A lot of
1: yeah. Trim. Yeah. I know. That's wild. Yeah. So also anyone else that lives Genesis Way send recommendations of what to do in Bay Area, San Francisco, all of that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And today's episode, we're just going to have a little chat about life and stuff. We thought we've done a lot of episodes so far that are very topic focused um, and we thought we'd just have a chat about things that are on our mind you know if they're on our mind they may be on your guys minds too and and it might be nice for you to hear us chat about them but I do have to bear in mind that this always comes out two weeks later than than when we're actually talking about it so the current affairs or our hot takes might not be so hot anymore. Um, It may
0: not be snow in California
1: anymore. (laughs) <laughs> oh God, we gotta start we've gotta stop talking. Anyway, it'll bring it'll bring people back to the freak snowstorm.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man. Well, one of the topics we wanted to talk about today it was kind of more of like a current affair of what's going on regarding Selena Gomez and um comments around weight gain and her body. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Amy actually brought this one up, and I looked into this. I wasn't as familiar with it. And, yeah, there's a lot of feelings there for me how did mm-hmm. How did you feel about this, Amy?
1: This is like it's so triggering for me. And I'm like, if it's triggering for other people, if it's triggering for me, it's definitely going to be triggering for other people because it's just in the just that the internet is just a terrifying place, and it's insane the things I've seen like the the thing that particularly scares me is the TikTok search bar honestly I need to spend less time on TikTok because it's it's so bad um but the this the things that people are searching like why is Selena Gomez fat what happened to Selena Gomez's face and it's just all this I can't believe the focus on an individual's weight and how people think that that is public property for them to use as entertainment basically is what's happening i mean i'm sure people would argue that they're genuinely interested but essentially people are making videos about it or posting about it for entertainment value a lot of the time to the point where i even saw a tiktok where they'd like photoshopped her face to be even bigger than it really was um and it's just oh like Yeah, it's just really, it's really damaging to all the people out there who are dealing with weight gain or weight retention um, as a side effect of medication which is 100% out of your control like if that is happening Mm -hmm. to you there is nothing you can do about it just well I say that I don't know if there is anything you can do about it but you shouldn't you shouldn't be in the mindset of trying to do anything about it because it's just a a natural side effect of something that's happening to you and um, yeah I think I wanted to just send some love out there for if you guys have seen any of these things and it is it is damaging for your mindset and for your soul because we I'm in the same boat I don't know if Janessa is but
0: Mm -hmm, definitely yeah I was like reading up on this and I was watching the kind of shorter clip I could find of her doing this almost like maybe it was a live on TikTok or Instagram Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this live video just explaining kind of what was going on with the weight gain but the first thing that came to mind when I saw this video of her explaining it is like what a strange world we live in right now where someone you know has to explain to other people the fluctuation Mm. of their own bodies like that is not that does not need to be public knowledge and it's sad to me that she was pushed to a place to have to make statements about her own body um So that just, like, drove me wild because it's really easy, like, I think as an audience when there is someone who is, you know, famous or is just more in the limelight to think that we are owed, like, explanations for everything that they do. But they are human beings and, like, really, we don't need to know. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. for us to know. Like, that's just for that individual. So I felt honestly Mm -hmm. really sad that she felt the need that she had to, like, actually talk about this because there was so Mm -hmm. much going on around it so
1: yeah Mm -hmm. just it really just makes you think like if imagine if you yeah had to make a public statement about what Mm -hmm. was happening like imagine how that would actually make you feel and just this just the shit that she goes through all the time it's just crazy um yeah and I yeah And it's just such an, it's such a natural thing, especially like within our community. And it's something that's happened to, I imagine every single one of us, whether that's weight gain or weight loss, that's out of your control, you know, either way, it's just like you're, you do become disconnected from your body and your body starts doing things that you haven't experienced it do before. And you don't know how to combat it doing these things, which and, it, and it's for me at least was one of the hardest things to adapt to when I was diagnosed was that like it complete I feel like my mind got completely disconnected from my body and my body was just like a runaway train like doing its own thing I didn't know how to help it I didn't know how to make it look the way I wanted it to look again um and yeah honestly just all those feelings just came up for me when I was seeing that
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: um yeah, it took me back to, took me back to like a, a kind of sad place in my mind.
0: Yeah, it brought me right back to pre- like Janessa on prednisone Zone, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I just like felt like I didn't really recognize myself. And you are dealing with so much at that time that like I, I cannot imagine what my experience would have been if I had. Publicly, people saying, "Janessa, why is your face so big?" Like, oh my gosh! I literally, like, I would not be okay. So I also don't understand, like, like how you know Selena Gomez did that statement because yeah. literally, if it was me at that time in my life when I was going through medication induced weight retention slash water retention, it was literally like, fuck off, everybody. Like, yeah, I am going through it. Let a bitch go through it. That's <laughs> that is like, I wouldn't have had the tax she had. So I think that that's also huge.
1: Yeah, there yeah, she is. And she's just an, she's an amazing role model as well Mm -hmm. I think although I feel like she gets the impression she doesn't want to be a role model and I completely understand that as well but um just kind of by default she is sorry Selena but you're iconic so so you're gonna you're gonna be a role model whether you like it or not um but yeah um yeah she's I think she's like she's a great example of kind of strength and resilience through hard times and still making a real success of your life you know from and I mean this is all surface level shit like who knows obviously what's actually going on in her life but um yeah I think she's a great person to draw inspiration from at the same time Mm
0: -hmm. me too she does a lot of work in the realm of mental health too Mm -hmm. like she's done Mm -hmm. so much work there and like the other thing that's really amazing is again nobody owes this to anybody to disclose what they're going through but it is very human and humbling when someone can say, I don't have my shit together and I struggle just like you do. And especially Mm -hmm. when it's someone who is, you know, put on a pedestal or seen uh, more publicly as a figure. So I really admire those people because that's out of vulnerability. I really believe there's a lot of strength there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a great example for folks.
1: Yeah me too me too and it, it kind of leads on to something else I'm like sick and tired of it's gonna turn into just like Amy ranting What's going but on? I, <laughs> I, I'm just like I don't know how much more of just like social media generally I can take of I don't know if it's like my algorithm but all I see is people like Getting up at like 6 a.m., doing Pilates, doing all the shit, doing (laughs) their like doing their five to nine before their nine to five, and then their and then their five to nine before starting it again. And I'm just like, can we just I'm just like, I don't want to see anyone else's life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is where I'm at. I'm like, I'm so sick of seeing people, I'm just like so sick of seeing people's behind the scenes which isn't the behind the scenes at all it's like a fake behind the scenes of, yes. <laughs> of what they're not really doing um to just to sell us stuff I'm like what I I can't I don't want to I like I really I'm craving a big change within social media because I think yeah, I think we're just going to keep going down this. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't think it's adding value anymore mm-hmm. or the, the smallest, smallest percentage of what I see as any value. And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting thing because, you know, like, so I do coaching and one mm-hmm. thing that I have never in my life felt okay about is like trying to exploit health to make people feel like something's missing that mm-hmm. I can get them because nothing's missing from anybody. Like you may feel shattered in a gazillion pieces, but everything you need is within you. And so sometimes guidance is helpful for when you're putting those pieces back together, but ultimately you're doing it. You know, you are the magic, you are the glue, you know? So mm. I am just so tired of seeing things in the health industry be so turned into capitalistic bullshit mm-hmm. of like you need this to heal. And honestly, you know, I I was trying to make a reel recently and I was like, oh, things that have helped me on my healing journey. And I've done things like that before. And those can be really helpful. But what yes. I noticed is it was like, oh my God, like I'm just naming like things that, yes, have helped me, but they're not necessary. And so the other thing to remember is not everybody has access to what we have access to. So when I'm showing someone like an infrared light, like maybe they have access to that. But some people might be like, well, fuck, no, I'm never going to get better. I don't have an infrared light. And the truth is you don't necessarily need that. So like there should be more representation of like just the basic tools and how to care for yourself. And then in mm-hmm. addition, the other tools are just add-ons, but I fear that that keeps people from trying other small steps that can help them in their own journey because it's stifling to see people using these big things you didn't know about and thinking, oh, gosh, I have to be doing that, you know? So
1: yeah, I, it- I
0: feel you on that 100%.
1: Yeah I don't know I don't know I mean that I'm sure that working towards that sort of thing is the answer like just doing just showing more simple laid-back things but yeah it's really It's especially within like the chronic illness community I guess you could say it's been such a life changer for me in a positive way absolutely because I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have gone to Malibu I wouldn't have had all these amazing experiences and I, I'm absolutely 100% certain I wouldn't have like the quality of tools I have now and I probably wouldn't be in as good a place Um but yeah it's just I just yeah I don't know how Mm-hmm. where it's going to go I don't believe in like where the 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 road that this is leaving leading us down you know yeah. I, th- I feel like being almost it needs not that this will ever happen now but I feel like it needs to become non-commercialized again like I feel mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be even be able to mention a product
0: mm-hmm. you could
1: be like I like using a non-generic brand of <laughs> body oil to moisturize my body mm-hmm. and like make it non-shoppable because like we've got us like we're just we've got to stop consuming and exactly like you said like the more it's just creating a lack mindset because you're like I don't have that I don't have that I don't have that when yeah exactly like you said everything's already already within us so yeah I feel like I just did like right. a complete round circle to what you said but yeah
0: no I, um, I'm here for it Totally. And the other thing too that you're saying about like people getting up and doing Pilates in the morning, you know, I, I have always admired that about people. Like if genuinely you are the person who is like, I get up, I do this and this is how I honor myself. Then I am like, Mm -hmm. damn, you go boo. But I am not, I'm not, I'm a hit the snooze button a few times kind of a girl and then like roll out of bed and like do what I need to. And Mm -hmm. then If I can, I will get my meditation in in the morning and that's good enough for me. And I think we just also need to like work on normalizing, just like rest, like just Mm -hmm. normalize rest. Like really, like you do not have to be productive all the damn time. Mm -hmm. And like when I work with clients, I always mention like, you know, the difference between self-worth and productivity is so important because in a society that is so focused on output and what you can Make happen for the society in terms of like your work and other things. Like it's easy to get your self worth wrapped up in that. And Mm -hmm. when you have speed bumps in life, such as having a chronic illness, or even if you're going through a really tough mental health like time in your life, it can feel like I I can't be productive right now. I really need rest. Like I need to rest and restore and. If we view self-worth as productivity, then we really start to feel like we're not worthy of Mm -hmm. anything. And so that has got to flip because resting and restoring is just vital and so Mm -hmm. important. So,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. 100%. Like we need to be valuing your – honestly, your self-worth is – how you treat the people that are immediately around you and you know the love that you give to your friends and your family and random people in the street as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how you take care of yourself and I'm not even going to say like exercise because for some people it's not exercise but Mm -hmm. finding peace within your heart you know being good to animals when you see them like that is your self-worth it's literally like that is your value that you add to society it's yeah yeah it's showing love to the people and the things around you and yourself like that is it like humanity is love that's all it needs to be and like yeah please just don't please don't go down on yourself. That's a weird thing to say. Please don't put yourself down. Um, (laughs) Please don't put yourself down. (laughs) Go down on yourselves, people, if you can. (laughs) I mean, if you can. (laughs) Christ. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, please don't put yourself down because of what you see on social media or anything else because yeah we shouldn't the the bar's too fucking high (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. too high at this point we can't meet it and the people that are pretending they meet it they don't meet it either so Mm -hmm. just um stop looking at the bar stop setting your stop even setting yourself a bar Uh just be a good person and chill
0: yeah and you know the other thing too I have to say is like there's this obsession with (laughs) at least the area I live I it feels like there is a current obsession with like the influencer lifestyle even if you're not going to be an influencer and i've fallen victim to that in the past totally get it it seems like great but it is not as great as it mm-hmm. looks but the thing is that you know in the world right now i mean what you just said about like being there for yourself being there for the people being there for your community it's so important because we need people who are good at what they their soul like came here to do. And like, Mm -hmm. what I mean is like, we need like, even something like when you go out to dinner and your server is there, like if your server comes at that job with like, passion and like mm-hmm. dedication and stuff you can feel that and it's a great experience and the world needs great waiters the gro- the world needs great school bus drivers like the world <sighs> needs you to step into where you are at yes. with love and joy because we don't need another influencer we have all we have yes. that but we we really just need everyday human beings to show up as the best yes. they can at that time so yeah
1: yeah oh my god yes that's so true and the more we're looking at these little rectangles in our hands the less we're looking out there the less present we're going to be the less good we're Mm going to be at the normal things that we're doing and the worse state humanity's gonna become Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds so depressing but yeah it's with it really is within our power to start looking at the actual world rather than the world in our phone and it's yeah it's that's the thing that matters so yeah yeah nice picking the world to right well I feel better don't know about you but I
0: I felt like that was a good one I think we we released some things that was like mm
1: -hmm, healing (laughs) thank you guys thank you for letting me letting me release that Okay, so the, there's another thing that I, there's another topic I wanted to breach and I feel like you're a great person to talk to a, talk to it about milk. Mm-hmm. Milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. You've never known someone with such an internal conflict when it comes to buying and consuming milk. At this point, I am like splitting her to the point where I'm like I don't even I don't even want to don't even want to drink anymore because I'm like what's going on but I still I need it in my tea but Mm -hmm. so here's my thing with it dairy apparently so bad for you so this so apparently really bad for you really inflammatory but I drank milk growing up as a kid guzzled it like drinking glasses of milk before bed and I was fine never had an inflammatory symptom you know ever become an adult as uh, suddenly I'm literally terrified of having a latte with cow's milk in mm-hmm. so that just, that doesn't make any logical sense in my brain but also now but that's okay because I can transfer to one of the many fabulous mm-hmm. nut and soy and oat and everything else that they've made milk out of but now I'm seeing that it's full of gum and stabilizers and mm. oil and oils that we're not supposed to have, and I'm like, so what, am I back to the cow's milk? What's happening, Janessa? Please help! <laughs> please help me. What? Uh, Amy, this is such. This is a.
0: <laughs> are you guys ready for Janessa Hour? Just kidding, <laughs> but this is such a great question because. So for our listeners, I mentioned it previously, but I continued my education a bit through a variety of certifications in nutrition. And I received a um, certification for nutrition science from Stanford Medicine. And one of the biggest topics in that is uh, dairy. And it it was being studied from a science viewpoint. Um, However, there was a component of like, kind of politics there with like the FDA and the dairy conglomerate and like all this kind of stuff. But to save us from that crap, I'm going to focus on your question purely (laughs) So, with milk. um, So I'm going to tell you this and you're probably going to be like, what the fuck? I wanted a straight answer. I'm sorry I can't give you it because here's the truth about almost everything when it comes to nutrition is that it depends. The word those words are so important for you to hear because, for example, if someone says uh, milk is bad, you know. But let's say someone has been drinking soda every day, and they're like, "Well, I'm going to keep drinking soda because milk is bad." Well, I'd actually rather them drink milk than the soda. So it really depends on what your current lifestyle is, on what you're currently consuming, and what you have access to. So people just don't have access to much else in their area. So mm-hmm. when it comes to milk. It really depends whether or not this is going to affect you. It is known that it is inflammatory, yes. And mostly the reason why people don't feel that as a child is because we have the proteins and we have the enzymes to break down a lot of the lactose. And as we get older, we kind of start to lose those proteins and enzymes. That's kind of what happens as we get older. So it becomes more difficult for our body to break that down. And in return, our body says, ah, and it, like, creates a inflammatory response to it. So that's why it's very common. People will be like, what? This doesn't make sense. I, I like, guzzled this stuff as a kid. You know, I was right there with you, Amy. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's that. And one thing I think that is important to know about dairy, and I wish that it was more transparent, at least in the U.S., I'm not sure how it is in the U.K., is that dairy is um, scientifically and factually highly addictive, and um, this is utilized by most food companies. So you will usually be able to turn around like a mac and cheese box here, and you'll see like powdered milk, or you'll see like other forms of milk specifically in it like condensed milk whatever so a lot of the times these are placed in foods because they are known to be addictive and because behind large food companies there are food psychologists and food scientists and so they know what makes you come back for more that's the name of the game you're buying their food they're selling it so doesn't mean you're wrong in consuming this i never want anyone to feel that way really like you are not wrong in this it's almost in like absurdly like everything it feels like that I read. i'm like oh shit there's milk in this yes, literally but,
1: it's like it's like it's like salt and vinegar crisp it's like milk i'm like what yeah, yeah, exactly yeah exactly
0: so you know i say within reason if milk affects you you know there are other alternatives um to just kind of tie the loose ends on milk what makes it addictive is there is um Caseo, it's called casein or casein, and um, it's known as a caseomorphine. And what that sounds like is like a drug, right? And Mm -hmm. it is – it shares a similar protein to uh, literally heroin. The way – and what I'm saying is it's – and I'm not – I don't want people to twist my words. I'm not saying like go do some heroin instead of drinking milk, drink some heroin. No, no. Do not get me twisted right now. But (laughs) what I'm saying is that what happens is the brain has specific receptors for the experience of drinking milk, and it is addictive because if we think of what milk really is, it is breast milk. It is coming from the breast of a cow. And what we want as he, as mammals is to ha- make sure our baby returns back to us in its infant stages and in its neonate stages for food. So it's actually a really advanced thing, and cows have it too, that it's addictive so that their their child, their offspring, their calf, comes back for more. And that's how you keep from your calf separating from you. So it makes sense. Now, the interesting thing is calves wean off breast milk from the cow and humans usually, we hope, will wean off breast milk from their moms. You know, So um, it's not something that's actually needed all throughout life. And if you think mm-hmm. of that, it kind of makes a little bit more sense why it's really nice to have that as a kid, as a human. Mm-hmm. And then as we grow up, Um, more we may not need it as much in our
1: lives at that time wow that was I have been educated I how did I not (laughs) know I didn't know any of that um so that's really insightful thank you um Mm -hmm. as you said not the answer I was hoping
0: for (laughs) but you know what here's the thing do the best you can do with what you have right now. Milk is not the worst thing in the world. Just honor mm. your body. That's all I can say. And you know what? Don't feel guilty about mm-hmm. your food. That's my yeah. biggest thing as a nutritionist. I never want people to feel like ashamed of what they're eating or shame eat like in their car and like not let people see yeah. it. Like, nah, honey, eat your food. Like you're good. You're you're good. <laughs>
1: okay good that's that's great the girl I so I've moved in uh like six months ago I moved in with my friend and she has so much milk this is I've this is why I've <laughs> like I've got back on the milk train because she she eats so loads of cereal she has hot milk in a glass she's yeah I love her um and it's just really you know monkey see monkey do as Zach said in that episode which was one of my favorite quotes I now say it all the time (laughs) but yeah so she's like do you want a hot milk I'm like oh go on
0: (laughs) oh go on yes (laughs) yes yes Yes.
1: Um, okay. Good. Well, I'm 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 seemingly fine. So I'll take that as yeah. what I need to know. Yeah.
0: Enjoy it in your tea too. You know, it yeah. it's all individualized. And then to just you know go off a little bit on the um, plant based milks. Yeah. Um. Again, that just depends. My biggest suggestion when it comes to that is to. Um, One, I want to flip our perspective on this. I don't understand the need to call things milk that are not milk. And I don't understand the need to call things cheese that are not cheese. It's so funny. It's like we're obsessed with making alternatives to something that already exists. But it's like, if we can just accept this as like, this is like, I don't know what I'd call it. Like, nut juice sounds really bad. (laughs) So I definitely probably would not market it that way. But like, if we don't call it milk, we just say like, you know, it's blank, then it's a little bit more yeah. acceptable as its own thing. Yeah, I, can't, I can't believe I said that juice. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> immature.
1: Anyway. There's, there has been so many innuendos this episode. I wonder if everyone's <laughs> noticed them them <all>. yes.
0: <laughs> It might allude to some uh, future episodes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes.
1: So yes. we're already in the mindset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah no that's a really interesting point around why aren't we just kind of inventing new foods that can be be their own um yeah not trying to be a replacement of anything because that would also maybe stop the stop our be like stop the polarization in our minds of like oh should mm-hmm. I have that or the alternative create something new it becomes not an alternative it just becomes something new to enjoy and you're not it's not like that oh it's not quite as good as that other thing you're just like oh this is a cool new thing that I can appreciate of its own wow should we just go into product development I think we just yeah
0: I think we we just killed the milk game so really that that one
1: the wounded healers (laughs) tea syrup coming soon yes that you don't
0: need because you're already whole and you don't need our tea (laughs) syrup.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for being here for our chatty episode, as Amy called it, which I thought was the sweetest thing. So thanks for coming for our chat. Thanks for listening to our maybe not so current events because it's going to come out two (laughs) weeks later. We absolutely adore and love you all. And we just want you to know that you are enough. You are whole and that uh, you do not need to be swindled into anything. So thank you for being here. Thank you for just allowing us to have some of your time.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. We're sending you loads of love where you are. Go and be kind to someone that works in a shop today. We'll see you again in two weeks' time. And in the meantime,
0: remember to let the light in.
1: Bye. Bye.